You know how, like when you're at the dentist, they always push you to floss. I was thinking like, do you, do you ever think there's like, you know, big floss? They're just kind of like pushing this whole flossing agenda just to sell more <laughs> mint big flavored floss. string. Dentists are the blue collar mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> yep, they always look for uh, a reason to to upsell. Did you know that electric toothbrushes are uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, better for your teeth? Let's say if you have like your between dental appointments, you don't. Let's say it's six months between. If you don't floss for like five months, and then you floss like the weeks leading up to your next dentist appointment, they'd be like, "Oh, you've been flossing this time. Oh, it's really good." Are you just like buy. You know, they don't know. It's like going to church. Exactly. You only read your Bible when you go Yep. Say some lines and you're good. Yep. As long as you come clean with a few Hail Marys before you die, you're good. Bring some cookies to the, the church bake yep. sale. That's all you gotta do. Greetings and fist bumps. This is the Raised Eyebrow Podcast, where we discuss how people just peopling can make it weird to be a person sometimes, because somebody's got to do it. And we are your hosts, Kojo, Mike, and Alex. In this episode, we're going to discuss the most difficult thing about being adult, breakups. No, we don't mean breaking up with your partner. That's easy. You just do it through text. Instead, we're going to pitch ideas about how you can break up with people in your life that you just can't get rid of. Instead, we're going to pitch ideas about how you could break up with people in your life that you just can't get rid of. You know who they are. Your hairstylist, mechanic, and, well, since we're on the subject, uh, guys, I've been trying to figure out a way how to put this, but uh, I think I think we should see other hosts. My feelings. Did I do something wrong? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's not us, It was your you. views on flossing that got me, to be honest. That was the deal yeah, breaker? pretty much. I could do better. Or worse, depending on your view. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, adulting breakups. It's always weird when you're an adult and, you know, you want to see other people. Yeah, moral <laughs> um, Yeah. So this is a pitch meetings uh, episode. Yeah. So let's pitch a few people that in your adult life <laughs> that make it hard to break up with them. Yeah. I think I phrased that correctly. Yeah. Um, okay. First one, easy one. Um, your manager. Oh. Get a new job. You got to. Oh, yeah. Right? Especially if you have a good relationship with your manager. Right. Like, what do you say? You know, right. uh, I'm not the type to settle down. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I I want to work with other people. I actually use the, uh, it's not you, it's me excuse for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did too. <laughs> I've always wanted to use it. It's like, it's not you, it's me. I just wanted to pursue other career opportunities. I just wanted to leave. <laughs> Try something else. Something that can pay me more. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And they can't say anything. Like, Not really. If they're a good manager, they got to be supportive. Yeah, and if they're a bad manager, then... Unless you screw them yeah, over. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We've all been there. All right. Yeah. Those are always the, I hate those conversations. Yeah, you have to explain why. It's like, if, if I have to explain why, you clearly haven't been paying attention. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's true. So. I mean, it's with that with every relationship. Yeah. It is. Yep. Yeah. It goes the other way around, too. If, like, if your boss stops communicating with you, <laughs> something's oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like your wife. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's trying to break up with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta have a conversation soon. Well, it, 
usually the telltale meet me in my office yeah or your uh your slack stops working your email goes down you're like oh shit <laughs> start turning things off like this isn't good anytime there's a meeting you're worried that you know hr is yeah. there yeah <laughs> or they tell you to come in before working hours like oh can you, can you come in tomorrow at 8 a.m like why do i need to be yeah. in the office before uh, anybody no. else <laughs> no i no don't way. want to be in the office at that yeah. time yeah all right, Koja, who are you yeah, going to bring like, up with? Be, be, being an adult is, is, is a lot of work. Um, and especially when you have all these, you know, things to do with mental you know, issues. So then you find yourself a therapist and then now you have to break up with your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> do they? They're not being effective. Would they see it? They're not the yeah. one. <laughs> would, I mean, because the, the thing one. is, like, your therapist, you speak your therapist about everything yeah you know like the stuff your yeah. wife doesn't even know your therapist knows <laughs> that's true yeah yeah you got to find the right therapist right you can't just settle <laughs> that's for sure yeah so I mean, I mean like how do you how do you even you know start the conversation like i think like they're professionals i think they they're used to like going through different clients and they know okay this client I'm not clicking with them necessarily because I think it works both ways. Yeah, yeah but you, you know, they know with... all the angles though. Like they're the ones who are telling you how to break up with your girlfriend or whatever, right? I mean, right. I mean, I don't think a therapist is supposed to do that. Like they don't do that. No, but no. I mean, they listen to They your... help you realize that you need to break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> they, they guide you towards yeah. that. No, they just, well, yeah, they should realization. probably know all the tricks. I guess like, so. Are you trying to break up with me? Is this conversation about you? <laughs> and then you flip the script and you're like, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> how do you like it, huh? <laughs> but anyway, I was like, <clears throat> I think at least for your therapist, you should have some written tips. Like you should have a valid reason. Like you should be able to like come up with a reason that is like you know something that he you know he or she would agree with just say your benefits yeah. package stop paying for your therapy so you can't afford it anymore that's a good one <laughs> that's a good one yeah reach my quota yeah, yeah. well can you join in a few months uh, uh no <laughs> i'll call you i don't have benefits anymore <laughs> i'm a contract worker now you just come up with an elaborate line <laughs> <laughs> well good luck <laughs> and uh yeah maybe we'll we'll keep in touch yes. <laughs> so i got one um Do you want to break up with us those this is these types of people are very very hard to break up with they're those neighbors who just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk oh, right and you can't shake them we all know those people it's like <clears throat> you have to literally just uproot your life to get rid of them um you can't really avoid them. And they know, like, obviously know where you live. If you're out on, like, the front lawn and just, like, <laughs> gardening, you know, shoveling snow, they just come by. They, for some reason, they're just always walking their dog. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're just, like, the worst. They're the hardest people to break up with, in my opinion. Um, you look out the window. Talk. And if they're, you know, yeah. they're not there, you just quickly run. Yeah, you become, like, that person. Like male, run back in. <laughs> 
Or if you're in a, a condo building and <laughs> you run into that neighbor in the elevator. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, here we go. Yeah. We're going to start a conversation now. And you can't even like... I've heard yeah, some the, wild stories on that. Yeah, the weather is nice. Especially uh, a lady who has a weird neighbor. Interesting. And the neighbor's like, hey, uh, would you want to come over to my house and... Oh, no. I <laughs> make the best jerk chicken. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I have plans. <laughs> See, I've... Okay. Won't be joining you. As I was thinking about this one, I've kind of... I've been developing this. Um, I think this is like a social policy that we should have is that we should mandate a, a maximum conversation time. So it's based upon your relationship level to the person. So how mm-hmm. long you've known them uh-huh. and your type of relationship. So for example, if you're neighbors and you're no more than just like acquaintances, just see each other in passing 10 minutes max after 10 minutes, it is mandatory that you move on from the conversation. That's a long time. Yeah. But that they're talkers, right? Because like, I mean, you have to kind of go. Through. Yeah. And maybe we make yeah, it fun. There's... Kids are in baseball now. Yeah. Yeah. There's an article on Global News, and <clears throat> I forgot the name of the lady who wrote this, but she talks about a few terms. She calls it like the verbal play, and like with verbal play, it's basically like um like really surfacey uh, kind of conversation, like stuff about the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, because then. You don't have small to talk. go any, yeah, it's like a small talk. You just don't have to go into detail. And I think that mm-hmm. would fit into Alex's 10, 10 minutes chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It's very surface level. Yeah. But I like that concept, Alex. Sounds like a like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. It's but like don't, countdown. don't you think you would take it like, wait, are you putting in a 10-minute zone friendship? Oh, yeah. Basket? Well, I think if you make it part of society, like cultural norms, people will expect that. So like you just meet a person, obviously you're going to, right. I just met Kojo. Let's have a two minute conversation, Mm. three minute conversation whatever. And then as you build that relationship, then you have the option (laughs) to add more time. Right. But then will they get offended if you don't want to add more time? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a a good thing too, because uh, lately a lot of uh, people don't know how to like have conversations. Oh, the young stuff. yeah the younger generation yeah gen z i think we've talked about this before gen z is the most socially awkward generation because they it's the internet generation really like they've grown up exclusively in the digital age yeah whereas like millennials like us we had that transition period where we you know went outside right. <laughs> we're, on our, we're on our screens um and so they're more socially awkward um you know they don't know how to talk to their opposite sex or their whatever sex they're interested in right um i think the 10 10 minutes would make it you know for people to even want to try it because then it's like you so know, intimidating yeah it's like hey and then you're done <laughs> i mean i i would struggle <laughs> like, peace out i mean i would struggle with 10 minutes if i don't know the person well but you know like as you get older you know how to ha- have a conversation like you could figure it out yeah right? The art of small talk. Mm. So I do have a theory. Like, I, I think that a lot of people who have, like, controversial opinions about stuff aren't actually, like, you know, into that kind of... Like, they're not, like, these, like, controversial, like, extreme right-wingers, extreme left-wingers, or whatever. I think they just develop mm. those ideas just to, like, avoid those conversations going on too long. You know, you just kind of, like, just right. drop... 
a you know like a, a, a political reference that you know would rub that person the wrong way and then they just right. kind of like okay well you know it's good running into you uh have a good day and then they just walk on <laughs> Whew, finally they want to whip out the gay card yeah, like maybe that's why everyone's getting so extreme in their politics is that they're just trying to like find these mm. these ways out of conversations nobody wants to talk that's a good tip for breaking up with your neighbor yeah hey there we go maybe we've come full yeah. circle <laughs> yeah i like it all right um what other folks do you want to break up with um i have one um you know when you join well for me i've joined like different like gym programs or like exercise programs like i've done when i was in school i couldn't afford to do like you know a yearly gym membership so i would do like oh here's a one month coupon or you know here's 10 classes and so when that runs out, they always ask you like, oh, do you want to sign up for the full membership? And it's always awkward saying, oh, you know, no, <laughs> I have to heal now. <laughs> uh, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. You know, meanwhile, you know, you're not showing up again next week. But yeah, breaking up with your gym, gym membership, or inst- instructor, or gym membership. Yeah. What if they have, Studio. have your number and then they start calling you? Hey, uh, Mike, we got a discount for. <laughs> I'll think about it. If there's another uh, promotion, maybe. But we have this other's discount, which has another discount. Would you want to reconsider? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> if it's a good deal, why not? It's yeah. just awkward because now they know that you only join the gym when there's a deal. Right. But Doesn't like, everybody though? I don't care. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Maybe put together some reasonable prices. This is a judgment-free zone. Your gym. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, gyms are the worst. Yeah, because right. you always have that optimism too. Like, oh no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna pick it up, and then you never go. Yeah. Well, I've tried like, you know, different types of programs. Uh, I've done like CrossFit. I've done like interval training, yoga. Went through. A, strong yoga phase um i did a kickboxing program for a month like a lot of these like coupons on um, different coupon websites so i tried it out you know just different things to keep me fit but i've never like you know fully committed to anything um i just kind of try different things and stay as active as i can but it's always or it was always weird when i have to like not show up anymore because mm-hmm. they, they pester the crap out of you like right. oh you're you're it's expiring next oh, yeah. week yeah. and every day you have to hear from them when you sign in because <laughs> you got to tap to get in the gym you know it's like oh, I'll, I'll think about it i'll mm-hmm. think about it i'll think yeah about it. i'm not thinking about it <laughs> i'm not coming back i'm not coming back i'm going to the gym with a discount on the other side of the, yeah. the city <laughs> how would you break up anyway. with the gym maybe you just like be like you know what i've made a lifestyle choice to be out of shape <laughs> yeah show up with a chocolate bar yeah that is what it is <laughs> sorry just walk around the gym just eating what? like a giant bag of doritos in front of everybody <laughs> like, I, th- I think i put in the work for the month so now i can, <laughs> I can go back to this you just or have like a tub of ice cream just like eating it <laughs> hey i earned this okay i need to heal now <laughs> my body's a temple <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sugar time. Sugar days. All right. Yeah. Who else? I mean, Who else? like, so, like, 
having having people to speak to is very important and usually like at work you meet people that you know you gravitate towards because you're both sharing you know like hey today's bus was really bad whatever you know like oh that was your commute but then once in a while there's always this other colleague that you know like just talks like just doesn't leave room for you to even say your point of view or whatever um so someone like that how do you break up with you know they put all their burdens on top of you yeah right and it's like constant every day like lunch break constant oh this that there's always a problem in their life (laughs) oh i hate those people yeah like the victim the victims yeah oh yeah but yeah and like you know everyone needs a friend once in a while but when that, we all have that friend who just constantly whines and there's always something wrong yeah <laughs> and, and they look for you to help fix it or yeah you know what always. i mean like we all know that person yeah so you know. um there's this thing the lady mentioned that it's really bad to ghost people like that because <laughs> they'll stab you and turn you into a lampshade <laughs> but they she calls it like a drift away yeah and you kind of do it in like a really kind way and you slowly just drift away just create space yeah and disappear like, uh, huh you hope they get the hint <laughs> yeah we've all been there it's an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, like, because usually at work, because you see each other all the time, it becomes more than just friends. You become even family. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like you're meeting after work, going to places. Um, what if you work remotely? Does that Well, happen? then you don't, that doesn't uh, exist. <laughs> then they just bother you on Slack. Yeah. Yeah. But you could take forever hey, to what reply, are you doing? though. Uh, Exactly. Oh, I have a rush can... project I have to do. Yep. <laughs> Super busy. Super busy week. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's just always busy. That's what I love about remote Lots working. Lots of people use that busy busy word a lot because it, it becomes more like you're being productive or you're always yeah. like, you know. Yeah. There's like you create the, uh, yeah. Yeah. You create the illusion of, or the perception of productivity. Yeah. It's a trend now. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, I guess psychologically, because like, I think people f- associate being busy with being almost like being successful in right. life. Yeah, right. But I don't know if that necessarily one does not equal the other. Is right. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because sometimes busy equals depression. It <laughs> <So>. is. Yeah, <laughs> it's more effectiveness so than I don't... busyness. Like. How much you have in exactly. your... How much you work versus like how much you don't. Yeah. You know, like, and how fulfilled do you feel while being busy? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's just like a symptom of your fulfillment as opposed to like you're busy because you hate your life and you got to do st- you got to do things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Also like yeah. somebody who there's, does something well does it quickly and efficiently. Somebody who doesn't do it well mm-hmm. takes a long time doing it. So... Is the person who doesn't do it well because they're taking more time mean that they're busier, so therefore they're more successful? Or is it the mm-hmm. successful person who does it quickly and efficiently? Yeah. So it's misconception, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. 
I think the next person figure out how to break up with are uh, shitty accountants. <laughs> because nobody likes doing their taxes and yet we only really need accountants like once a year we're not like once a year yeah we're pretty much right for just your taxes i mean most people mm -hmm. kind of like can manage their finances i guess the other 11 months um at least yeah. make sure that doesn't like catch on fire and lose everything um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Tip for that, don't inv But taxes are... But taxes... Are a different yeah, beast. very different beast. And so a lot of people are are are, are scared about it and uh, they don't want to learn how to do their own taxes. So they... The shitty accountant screws up their tax return. 11 months pass by. You forget to change your accountant <laughs> or even bother to do it. And then tax season rolls around again. And then a cycle goes on. Yeah. They do yeah. it again. How do you break up with your accountant? Just, I guess just stop sending them stuff, up, yeah. but but they have yeah. like all your financial information. You just have to like send it to them. Mm. It's like that ease of use for something yeah. that you just hate doing. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. so I noticed on on the Canadian you know account, you can actually give them an expiration date when you set it up. Okay. So hmm? you can do it forever, or you can let it expire in like a few months. For what is that for? So to give them access to... Uh, oh, the accountants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Because then they have to go into your um, Revenue Canada. Right. Dot .ca stuff. Right, right. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But that one is tricky. Because, <laughs> you know, they see... And it, with accountants, too, it's like... Once you get an accountant, you want one that is like with you throughout, because you know they know how much money you make, yeah. and you're comfortable. With you're them. comfortable with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like anything, I guess. Like unless that person like fucks up, <laughs> then or like they're just not doing a good job and it happens as your accountant it happens it does like, happen yeah, just, yeah you know like all of a sudden you're you have to pay the government all these you know yeah 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 you got to make sure they're competent right <laughs> so like at that point you kind of have to just be tough like <laughs> screw it like i need someone else but there are times where accountants they're usually people you invite for barbecues you know they become uncles in a way really you're close with your accountant man i mean because they know all about your income. Like they know how much money you make a year. You invite your accountant to True. your barbecues. But Why not? I've never been invited to your barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> wow! Like he, the, you're you must be really close to your accountant because yeah, I only hear about your barbecues Strong after they happen. Oh, I did a barbecue last weekend. You're sexy. This year. Your sexy this weekend year barbecue. Year. Oh, okay. Yes. Because we called you out Finally. on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're held accountable yeah. now. <laughs> I'm slowly drifting, you know, like doing the verbal play chat where, mm -hmm. hey, Alex, mm -hmm. uh, the weather. How is the weather? <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's not... Wait, wait, wait. Let me, I just want to um... piece things together here for a bit because... 
Kojo, you and I used to work together, and we even sat beside each other. And when you were describing <laughs> that one employee who just talks a lot that you couldn't get away from, <laughs> by any chance, was that employee colleague that you were referring to me? Um, uh, what what do you do when um, you just don't want to confirm or deny? Plead the what, fifth. What's the term? Plead the fifth. <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> No comment, no comment. <laughs> Speak to my lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> Why not your accountants? <laughs> Would you have to break up with a lawyer? <laughs> not to change the subject. Uh, probably. Oh, wow. Well, if you're Trump, you probably have to break up with Trump. Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's broken up with his entire staff like three yes. times. <laughs> oh, you got to find someone else again. You're fired. That's what happens when you're a narcissist. Yeah. No one's good enough. Um, another person I thought of is your real estate agent, because that's a big life choice, right? You can't like, and the, you know, every time I've used a real estate agent, it's always like, yeah, first place you go to, yeah, this is the one. You want to make an offer? You want to, <laughs> you want to rent this place? You want to buy this place? It's like, dude, let me like, give it a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, for someone like that, because they get a cut based exactly. on what they say. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they are just they wanna... in for you or they're in for their pockets? Yeah, and it's you can tell every time when they're shady. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, and everyone's a real estate agent. You can find, you know, everyone's cousin is a real estate agent. Everyone's got a license. It's like, who the hell do I talk to? <laughs> you know, you went with Alex to... and not me. <laughs> he invited me to his barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, all right, you could be my real estate agent. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's a. Uh, they are the hardest. Like all these professionals, I think they're all eligible eligible for breakups <laughs> as yeah. an adult. It's like there's someone else. But if they invite you yeah. to your barbecue, then they're worth keeping around because that that really shows you the the state of the relationship. Yeah, that's true. But I think it gets even harder if you don't invite them the next time because you're trying to break up because they screw up your taxes. <laughs> Here's a weird one. What about when you like the person? Let's say they invite you to their barbecue, but you suspect that they're not great at their job. <laughs> so it's hard to, oh. you know, do I stay with this person? Right? Like we all know that we've all been in that scenario when someone's not, right. you know, the most competent necessarily, but they're a great person. Like how do you, like I always feel bad when I'm in that scenario. I hate that scenario. Yeah, you just have to like lie and just like go your whole life yeah. lying, you know. I've had a I've had a barber like oh, that. Oh really? It's like, listen, I love talking to you, dude, but you can't cut my hair perfectly, so I gotta see someone else. So that that's one of my barber um, adult breakups. So every time I you mean, see him, do you have to make sure your hair is like cut the day before? So it's always like he doesn't. Have <laughs> no, no, I don't see that that barber anymore. I switch barbers because he just you know great guy, but I wasn't yeah. happy with my haircuts. So. Yeah. I just kind of ghosted him after a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was in one of the big malls in Toronto, so it's always weird because I like you go there. All I'm the worried. Time. Yeah, I'm worried he'll see me in the mall. Like, oh, <laughs> you, are you? You're in the area, or <laughs> well, you know, I moved. And yeah, sometimes the barbers too can be very like you know they like to keep you for life because yeah, you know like like whoa, I love my new barber. Why? How come your your hair is different? It's not cut right. Oh, oh yeah, they see other barbers. Yeah, they know you're cheating. Yeah, on them. like 
Oh yeah, they know. They always yeah. know. Yep. Because they'd be like, "Who cut your hair last?" Yeah. Who did that? Uh, I was on. Yeah. I was in the other side of the the city. <laughs> I needed a haircut. <laughs> you need an excuse to justify getting a haircut somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. No, I had to. I had to get a new barber. Yeah. Love my new barber. Nice. Yeah. Uh, any other? Uh, any other breakup? Adult breakup candidates. This are one's we, an interesting one. Um, one. I got I got two okay. two categories here. So um, your favorite coffee shop. So this one is like I'm not going to name the person Ooh. by name, but they do listen to the podcast. So they stopped going to their favorite <laughs> coffee shop because they started to know their name and they felt that they're they're because they would get coffee on the way to work and then the people started calling them by name. So they got a little bit like iffy about that. And I'm like, is that interesting? Is that like I gotta like pose this to the audience is like, is that should they have broken up with that coffee shop? Or is that just like because if you look at that one popular TV show back in the nineties, Cheers, where every you know, a place where everybody knows your name, mm-hmm. is that not what we all strive mm-hmm. for when we show up to any kind of restaurant? I yeah, think that's I think it's cool when you're in the shop. Like you know, so for instance, I bring you guys to the, my favorite coffee shop, and then they're like, "Yo, what's up, Mike? Your favorite cappuccino?" <laughs> and it, it's cool because I'm like, "Yo, yeah, they know me well." <laughs> but if mm-hmm. I see them at the grocery store, eh, not so much. Not so much. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a personal thing. So your friend wasn't comfortable, like being known at that coffee shop, or like what was it that turned them off from? How much they were buying person, coffee, I, I think. Because it was more like lattes, cappuccinos, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So it was like, maybe I should curb. It's a financial yeah, decision. Yeah, financial decision. Yeah. Like buying coffee at home. Right. Maybe they felt. Or drinking it at the office. Right. Maybe it was more cost effective. Okay. Yeah. So they felt too comfortable at this place. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they got replaced by a robot. Yeah. But the <laughs> one question. Shop at home. <laughs> the one question I didn't ask was like, did you like if if it was the name thing like you could have just like gone to a, like a probably different one down the street because every street has at least five coffee shops on it right that's that's like law mm-hmm. so is it a law city. yeah it's a law so every major street in a city has to what? have five coffee shops within a thirty kilometer or uh, twenty mile strip who made that are law you serious? are you are you bsing right now or this is a thing <laughs> I don't know if I should be. okay. <laughs> who passed this bill <laughs> who are these politicians <laughs> love their coffee. although i could see politicians actually passing a law like that like they can't agree on anything else but they can all agree that they should never yeah. have to drive more than two blocks for a coffee right and it's yeah. an excuse to show that they've been productive yeah, that, well, we've that been busy this true year. bipartisanship <laughs> right there <laughs> yeah Coffee. Everyone loves coffee, right? You can't can't mess that one up. Yep. But Starbucks is doing really well with that model, like just yeah. opening shops, leading yeah. shops. Tim Hortons for the our Canadian listeners. Timmy's yeah. has a different vibe than oh, it definitely Starbucks. Does. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's more blue like yeah, it's like Dunkin' Donuts for the states. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But, oh, but I Starbucks. had the best coffee at McDonald's the other day. It was, it was, I was like, wow, this coffee is good. Yeah. McDonald's has good yeah, coffee. They do. Can't knock their coffee. Any other anyway. people you want to break up with? <laughs> yeah. 
No, um, no, I'm I'm happy seeing other people <laughs> and uh, seeing what's out there. So I have a list of people of who you should break up with, right? Like these are people who okay. like no That's matter right. what happens, you should break up with them. Um, first one is your drinking buddies, um, especially if you're above the age of thirty. Ooh. Probably it's time. College is past. You know, probably should break up with them or redefine the friendship. Move to a barbecue kind of friendship rather than a, a drinking establishment friendship. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. So, but would the same apply for your clubbing? Buddies? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's As like in, after like, twenty. Why are you going to clubs in your thirties yeah, or even like your <laughs> late twenties? Like, why are you going to a club in your late twenties? Yeah, the hell are you doing? There's eighteen-year-old girls yeah. in there. <laughs> uh, another person you should break up with is uh, your parole officer, if you have one. Um, it's definitely a relationship that should end <laughs> under good circumstances. It's good, it's good to have a good relationship while you're seeing oh, each yeah, other. Oh, definitely, yeah, probably. <laughs> definitely cut it, yeah. cold cut. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're probably happy about it too. Uh, yeah. The other person is your drug dealer, uh, and they're probably the reason oh, why no. you have a parole officer. So it's like a two-for-one with those two. <laughs> yep, yep, it's time. <laughs> And then the last person that you should break up with is your cult leader. Uh, they're not the Messiah. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quick. Call it. It's not you. Yeah. It's just me. <laughs> no, you say it is you. It's just. You're... <laughs> yeah. And then you run as fast as you can. <laughs> I wasn't Fucking... getting results. <laughs> Don't even look back. Just run. <laughs> the hell out of there what are you doing you know that never happens what there's so many cults that hey um you want to win a lottery okay um do this you win a lottery and it never happens and they're still going to the same guy yeah <laughs> so just brainwashed at that point they're like oh i told you to do like turn around three times you only did it for two times so it's not gonna work <laughs> We got to give a shout out to our cult episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you're listening to this, find that episode. It's a good one, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. But we're biased. It's about the so. fine line of cult culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. like is uh, is CrossFit a cult? The answer is yes. Yes, it is so definitely a cult. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that can't see, which is everyone, because we're an audio show, Alex is nodding his head aggressively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to work down the street from a, uh, uh, I was going to say cult, but it was a CrossFit place. <laughs> and like, it was, it was like a, it was like, just like a dead, the, the street had like a dead end to it. Right. And it was like in a business district, but there was like this CrossFit one, I guess when you're done work, you go do CrossFit, but you would be driving like from the parking lot down the street and there'd be like random tires in the middle of the street that they would have like been lifting. And then they'd like left in the middle of the street because they had to go like do push-ups somewhere else and then like you have other people who are like climbing over a fence in one spot and then the people are running back down the street it's like it's just chaos (laughs) yeah i think like that was one of the uh one of the promotion periods i had where i had to break up with the uh i guess the people at the gym it's a crossfit gym mm. They really wanted me to stay there. <laughs> change your life, man. It'll change your you life. Long here. <laughs> change your life. What were you going to say, Alex? CrossFit just reminds me of um, 
it's like uh it's like recess when you're like in grade three just with uh with weights there's a bunch of like random kids running around just doing stuff and the only difference is that you have a general goal i guess rather than just well they have they have crossfit competitions like it becomes a whole like industry now right Mm -hmm. yeah but it's like this is where it gets controversial because with crossfit you're going from like station to station and you're going all out lifting weights but when you lift weights you have to be very compact and methodical so there's like horrifying injuries that happen because people are just exhausted lifting a ton of weight like there's some messed up youtube videos if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole uh look up like crossfit injuries it's it's rough yeah but yeah there's definitely like a cult aspect to it uh like the gym is called a box <laughs> they call it the, the crossfit gym itself they call it the box are you going to the box later yeah i'll be at the box <laughs> they have their own like terminology yeah like it's I mean, it's cool if you, like, once you get into it, it's, you feel like you're part of something, that, which is, I guess, which is the reason why people do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So you can't hate on it fully, but you, I mean, there's a fine line, right? Listen to our, uh, our cult episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a fine line. Yep. To, in all seriousness, exactly. we're a comedy yeah. show. But uh, one cult you should join and you should never break up with is our, uh, our social media. You know, subscribe, follow share yes. like whatever the other ones are yeah uh yeah share this with your friends so that you know and all that social media stuff you've heard it all before everyone else has said it on everything else so just copy paste that here mm-hmm. 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 all yeah. right Podcast. yes and remember kids blinking is important while making eye contact <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it would make it Always weird. Blink while <laughs> no, don't blink. Just that's a strong rule. From now on, just don't blink. Don't blink when you're talking to people. That will make them stop talking to you faster. Yeah, <laughs> that's another good tactic. There you go. Breakup tip. Brought it back yeah, full circle. Full circle. <laughs>